You're walking up to a jacked bunny source Rex, and you're like, I'm gonna fight that thing. Long and long or lame. Kill the dinosaur and eat it, which is the coolest sentence ever. This word may be racist, and I'm not entirely sure. Hey, welcome back to Mr. Kink. My name's Chris. And I'm Leonard. Hey, Leonard, how's it going, man? Yo, man, today I woke up like about 30 minutes ago, and I thought I had to go to work. But I forgot, oh no, I'm not working tonight. I have the podcast tonight. That's the worst when you're like, you wake up like, oh, damn it. Here we go again. You're like, oh, no, we're not going again today. Like the first part sucks, but the second part where you're like belated, you're like, oh, I'm not going to work. Yeah, it sounds just like that's cool, but like my whole brain was messed up. I didn't know what the heck was even going on. You're all disoriented because you're not working. You work so much, you just don't know what to do with yourself. <laughs> Pretty much. And like the, my days are about to change, too. So there, there's that. So now I have new days off, so I now have to get used to that. Oh, don't worry. I screwed up and volunteered to come to work tomorrow. I was supposed to be off. And they're like, you mind coming in tomorrow? And like I heard myself say yes, but I'm more, like in my head, I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, I don't mind. If you need my help, I got you. <laughs> I'm like... You freaking idiot. Yeah, dude, I'm so glad I didn't volunteer either. Because, like, usually, like, my supervisor will come up to me and be like, hey, Lane, can you come in, like, Thursday night? I'll be like, oh, yeah, no problem. And, but she didn't do it this weekend, uh, this week, so I was just like, I'm in the clear. But then I don't know where you messed up. Because Friday night just isn't about podcasts, man. We can start gaming at night, doing all that shit, yeah. too. And you done fucked up. Dude, I trust me, I know. As soon as I said, yeah, I don't mind helping out, I was like, what, are you stupid? <laughs> like, damn it especially you man with three kids two and a wife you have an action-packed life and you're still like oh yeah like i got time for work i don't i've been doing overtime i mean i just got back from my um my baby surgery my baby leave i like i've been doing overtime every day i've been like and i don't even need to i'm just like they're just like hey do you mind and i'm like i'm like trying to say no but it, just, it comes out as yes i'm like god damn that's the curse of the post office. No, it's just a curse of a moron who's like, who doesn't want to work, but needs to work. Like, cause I'm buying, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm buying a home here soon and it's going to be a lot of work. I was like, damn it. So in order to keep the podcast going and have a home soon, like I got to keep working. And it's just like one day, 30 years from now, <laughs> I'll hopefully be able to retire <laughs> three decades from now. Well, what are we talking about today, my man? We're talking about one of my favorite things in the world is dinosaur sightings. Man, so I wonder if we're going to be talking about that freaking pterodactyl sighting that I sent you a while ago when I was watching Perno and Caught on Camera. Yeah, the North Carolina pterodactyl sighting. There's not there's not a whole lot of information other than some rednecks being like, <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there drinking a beer on COVID leave. <laughs> I, a da- damn pterodactyl came out the sky. <laughs> Just like. I mean, no, but I mean, there's more than just that, though. There was a lot of pterodactyl sightings during COVID, which was weird. Really? Like, have they always been there? And we just not noticed because we're so busy with work and life. And then COVID slowed everything down. Or Because, I mean, even Native Americans talked about pterodactyl-like creatures with a thunderbird. Birds so large when they flapped in the area, you could hear the sound of their flapping like it was thunder. Yeah. Natives have tons of dinosaur sighting and tons of dinosaur stories. Like even Egyptians talk about giant creatures that they were able to use and help them like in like working the field and stuff. So there's tons of dinosaur even in like there's dinosaur hieroglyphs. Oh, what the so hell? 
some people believe dinosaurs are fake. Some people, because you know, the devil put them in the ground to make us question Christianity. <laughs> That's a real belief. There's people that believe the dinosaurs were in the Bible with Leviathan and um, what's the other one? Uh, Golly, there's another animal they talk about in the Bible that sounds like a dinosaur. What about that? What about that one at the end in Revelations? <clears throat> oh, the that's a seven-headed dragon. Oh yeah, I want to be a dinosaur. Well, you never actually know. A lot of people don't. People think that dragons might be actually a dinosaur. Well, that's where a lot of a lot of the idea for di dragons came from is dinosaurs, supposedly. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't see. There's a second name for a for a creature that's similar to a dinosaur, and it walks around the the earth. Leviathan behemoth. The behemoth. That's a, that's the other one. Oh, okay. But there's no like written description of it per se so and there's also the idea that dinosaurs turn into birds i hate this idea but you can't argue with science more and more dinosaurs are being found with feather imprints and imprints and pores that look like it held feathers which t-rex went from a naked giant monster menace to a giant chicken who eats uh carrion yeah see i don't know about that one though uh, we're not scientists so we don't we don't have to know we could just sit back and be ignorant and be like T-Rex was the king of dinosaurs. <laughs> we could be we could be one of those rednecks that you said earlier. Damn right. That's why I got a beer on me right now. <laughs> I should have got a crack open one soon. The year is 1993. The book was written in the 80s. One of the greatest book series ever. Also went on to make one of the greatest movie series ever. Jurassic Park. Oh, baby. Captured the hearts and the minds of children and adults alike. Scary for some. Action-packed for others. Jurassic Park, whether it's the kid calling them giant turkeys or Alan Grant telling them that turkey will gut you. <laughs> Dinosaurs have been the love and admiration for little boys, little girls, weird adults, and everyone in between. All right. Favorite dinosaur. Go. Three, two, one. Velociraptor. Velociraptor. Hey. <laughs> Step brothers. <laughs> All right. Getting right into it. The Eureka monster is said to be a large surviving member of the Dromosaurids, geez Louise, that inhabit the Atacama Desert of Chile in South America. It has the description of a dromosaur and a kangaroo, various motorists driving the main road linking Laquique and Arica have reported a six-foot-tall, sharp-toothed bipedal dinosaur crossing the road in front of them. It is said to have three-toed footprints, the characteristics of a primitive dinosaur, kangaroo, or even emu. The Dromosauride pronounced Dromeosauridae is a family of Dinonychorus or the superfamily of Manoraptora. They are distinguished by a sickle-shaped killing claw on the second foot of each toe. The size ranges from the Utah raptor being 8.6 feet tall. Imagine Woo! a raptor just like straight staring you down and being like, what's up, little bitch? Yeah, it's uh, what's, it's like Xiaomeng. It's like Xiaomeng looking at you. But with some claws. Yeah, dude. Or the smaller Velociraptor wrongly depicted in the Jurassic Park movie. Because the Velociraptors in those movies were like as tall as the humans, but Velociraptor in reality, reality, reality. The Velociraptor in reality was only three feet tall. The Eureka monster was first spotted in the Atacama Desert in Chile in 1980. So this dinosaur had been around for a minute. And this was back before dinosaurs were like, I mean, dinosaurs were known in the 1980s, but in Chile, in a rural town, they're talking about a dinosaur now yeah. it could be an emu because they had emus in chile and the description is very 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 similar to an emu but i like dinosaur better witness describes a run with a huge kangaroo-like bipedal monster in the desert the sightings have occurred by people who were traveling by car 
different days through the remote road that links the two cities. The newspaper in those cities collected their recent accounts from citizens who claimed to have seen the rare creature. In addition, a military officer named Hernan Cuevas said that he spotted two of the beasts while they were traveling together. Two adults and two children in a vehicle also claimed that they had seen it. A huge beast, much like a two-legged dinosaur with huge thighs. It seems that reports of possible dinosaurs living in the Atacama Desert have come to light in the recent years. In 2004, several members of the Abit de la Torre Diaz family described the confrontation with four dog-faced kangaroo-like creatures that surrounded them in their car. But they are not the only ones to have seen something strange. Other motorists also have reported coming in contact with an animal that looks like it stepped out of the time capsule. (laughs) So that was the Eureka Monster, a dinosaur looking possibly an emu because i don't think they got kangaroos in chile i don't think they do i'm pretty sure it'd be hard to be like look at that kangaroo or dinosaur creep like it's there's a one's fuzzy and one's feathery like that's you know what i mean yeah and straight out emu it reminds me of that uh do you ever see that video i don't know (laughs) it's a little bit off topic but you ever seen that uh video some guys literally walking an emu and some guy's just like, mate, are you fucking walking an ostrich? He's like, it's a fucking emu. <laughs> no, I haven't seen that, but that's funny. <laughs> but emu tastes good, man. Emu eggs and emu uh, jerky is pretty good. Never had emu jerky. Have you ever had goose eggs? Uh, I've, I've had goose liver. Oh, that's nasty. That's not, it's all right. It's, it's, it's kind of gross, but it's all right. <laughs> well, the next creature we're talking about, the Brunjor. Where do you think a word like Brunjor comes from? I would want to say Hungary. Hungary. Okay, that's not bad. That's not a bad guess. It actually comes from Australia. W- w- weird. I, it does not sound like an Australian word. I can see Australians coming up with some wild ass words, though, to say or names. All right. So the Borunjor, also known as the Bunasaur. Now the Bunasaur, I could be like, that's Australian. Throw some <laughs> chimps on the barbie with the Bunasaur. <laughs> Is an Australian dinosaur cryptid that resembles a theropod dinosaur T-Rex, but. Maybe a descendant of the mega mega raptoroid, like us. Here's a hard one. Australovenator. It's spelled Australovenator, and that makes me think of um of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but it's Australovenator or mega raptor or raptor. But it could also be a dinosaur that has that has so far not appeared in the fossil record. Which I like that idea that these dinosaurs don't have fossils because they never died out. Ooh, where were they living? If they weren't died out. Yeah. There would have to be some type of bone somewhere. Unless they're living in the inner earth. <laughs> oh, let's go there. <laughs> the Brunger is described as being a giant lizard according to Aboriginal mythology. So not only do modern day Australians see it, the Aboriginal Australians, the Native Americans of Australia or Native Australians, were also describing it as a... 20 to 25 foot long, small clawed hands, and bipedal in nature. This sounds like a T-Rex. I'm going to ask something stupid. What do you mean by bipedal again? Bipedal is two, two-legged walking. Two-legged walking. Okay. So you need the Sasquatch, certain aliens. <laughs> you know, You're like Sasquatch. Not like some yeah. people's mom. They would be quadrupedal. <laughs> <laughs> I was to say it kind of sounds like a Komodo dragon, but I'm like, wait, no, it's not bipedal. Komodo would be quadrupedal, yeah. yeah. I don't think quadrupedal is the right word. I hope it is. <laughs> it I don't think it is, but nah. That's, who knows? Maybe you just had a... Nah, I'm just rubbing up on you. We'll just blame that on me. <laughs> it's a Lennyism. Yeah, it sounds like a Lennyism. Throughout the 1950s, accounts suggest that it was a reptilian animal 
possibly with feathers, whose diet consisted of kangaroos and other large animals. We're talking dinosaurs, but we have so far mentioned kangaroo in both stories. Like, I'm starting to think these are just drunk people seeing kangaroos. You said this motherfucker eats kangaroos? Eats kang- kangaroos get to eight feet tall, homie. Like, kangaroos yeah, that's, what, get that's big. what I'm saying. That's what I'm you ever saying. Seen a jacked kangaroo? Like, this yeah. dudes look like they could box Muhammad Ali. Like, they look like they could take Floyd Mayweather, no problem. <laughs> I mean, we know they could fuck up Paul Logan or Logan Paul or whatever the fuck <laughs> his name is, but. <laughs> I'm saying, how the hell are you going to eat a kangaroo? Yeah, that'd be rough, dude. He's kicking you on the way down, like, eating from the inside. He's kicking the shit out of your stomach. This this dinosaur sounds wild. Hey, you ever seen that video of the kangaroo got the dude's head, uh, the dude's dog in a headlock, and he rocks him, just socks the kangaroo in the face? Yeah. Best dog dad <laughs> ever, honestly. For real. I mean, I would punch a kangaroo. The kangaroo did not know what to do. But you know kangaroos kill people all the time, right? Uh, what's how many kills per death in Australia? Oh, dude, let me Google that. That's a good pod statistic. On your average, how many people would you say are killed by a kangaroo? Yeah. Oh, how? Uh, yeah. a, a 50 deaths a year. 18 deaths a year. Oh, shit. I was a little bit higher. A little bit, but still, like, 18... Like, my... <laughs> my question is, <laughs> 18 people, were they deserving to be passing on their genes if they were killed by a kangaroo you know what i mean like you're walking up to a jacked bunny source rex and you're like i'm gonna fight that dang thing or or i'm gonna well, ride that if, thing <laughs> well what if like kangaroo just stopped giving and just started just messing with people they're just taking back australia they're like hey fuck you and the dingoes we're taking it back <laughs> yeah like you gotta call it. crocodile dundee <laughs> gotta fucking bring back a steve Irwin. <laughs> start hitting the ouija board <laughs> Rest in peace. He was the best. Yeah, he was, dude. I, I think his son's doing a lot of shit too, isn't he? Yeah, he does a lot of TikTok stuff. Really cool, just like his dad. Shout out, man. Throughout the 1950s, Australian cattle ranchers reported a large creature leaving bipedal tracks and eating their livestock. If it was not bipedal footprints, the bonior could have been made could have been mistaken for a Melagania varanus precus, a prehistoric giant monitor lizard that lived in the area more recently based on aboriginal description so aboriginals lived with two stories of creatures this one was was alive during aboriginal times a giant monitor lizard which f that (laughs) like life sucks enough already and you got to fight off giant monitor lizards like hell no or it's a t-rex is it as tall as this t-rex is supposed to be 20, 20 to 25 feet long. So I don't think that's quite as large as a T-Rex. But that's still pretty large. Long and long or length? Long. So long. They're from head to toe, 20 feet, 5 oh, feet okay. long. They but, don't say how tall. Oh, he's bipedal. But, I, keep, I don't know why I keep yeah. thinking it's four-legged. What the hell? Dude, I, I, I swear I was not lying in the beginning of this podcast that my brain's just not here today. <laughs> so here was the last sighting. It was in 1985 when a family was traveling to the Rupert River and they reported a 20-foot-long monster covered in feathers, which I like when there's been some time between a sighting, which means the animals could have died out, which would make sense because lots of animals died out due to human interaction. So if like they got rid of the meat that these dinosaurs were eating, these dinosaurs would have starved and died because they couldn't get enough meat. All right, that makes sense. The Imela Natoku, also known as the Asikamoke, Najago Gunda, Ngamba Name, Chipque or Irizima is an elephant-sized cryptid that lives in the Congo and possibly Cameroon. So Congo, Cameroon are two places where this creature potentially lives. It's feared by the natives as the elephant killer. It is ferocious and kills anything it encounters. The Emile Notaku 
is claimed to be around the size of an African bush elephant, about six feet tall or uh, 10 feet tall and 13,000 pounds. Whew. Brownish or gray in color with a heavy tail and a body similar to the shape and appearance to a rhinoceros, including one long horn on its snout, supporting its massive bulky body above the ground, are four short stump-like legs. It is described as having no frills or ridges along its neck. The animal is allegedly to be a semi-aquatic and feed on malambo and other leafy plants. The Emenotaku is claimed to have been a vocalization described as a snort, rumble, or growl. So even the name is a palindrome. No, not palindrome. Onomat is onomatopoeia when a word is what it said. Like if you say boom, that's that's the word because it sounds like a boom. Oh, okay. I know what you mean. I don't know if that's the definition of it though. Like I don't even know what that it meant. But I know the word you're talking about though. Oh yeah. So it's it's an the name of the animal is an onomatopoeia which oh. is the form of the word that is associated with the name. So, like, if you say boom, because when something explodes, it goes boom. Yeah. That's what, literally what an onomatopoeia is, and that's what this creature's name is. <laughs> the amo, the Amela Natoku, because it sounds like what the creature sounds like. So, not quite Pokemon-y, but not quite animalistic sounding either. Well, you say, like, this thing's, like, big as a rhino, or, like, it has, like, a rhino-shaped horn. Big as a bush yeah. elephant, but it's similar. It's got the body of a rhino. Damn exactly some thick skin but you said it has feathers right no this one does not have feathers okay this one doesn't that was the um that was the uh born the baroon jaw i was about to say like i'm like a because a rhino would be like thick skin oh yeah and this one supposedly has a body of a rhino but with a giant horn as big as an elephant so as long as like an elephant nose no 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 the the horn is about um six feet long <sighs> yeah so the structure of the horn is debated among riders on the subject the debate runs thus: If the horn is ivory, then it would be a tusk and not a t- or a tooth and not a horn at all. Mm. Some rhinoceros do have tusks. The the Amele Notaku seems to resemble a ceratopsian type of dinosaur with the horn with the horns like a Styracosaurus and the famous Triceratops, but it doesn't have the ridge or the frills and is somewhat aquatic, which most sorry most Tricerian dinosaurs were not. So this one's a really specific, unique type of creature they're seeing. Mm. It sounds interesting, to be honest. And it's only it's only been really reported by um by natives, so that's why it's like it's a native report. So, but which wild is natives don't dig for fossils. So why would why, why would the natives know a creature like this? True. You say it was in the Congo and what else? In the Congo and in uh, hold on the Congo and possibly Cameroon. Yeah, where the where the hell is Cameroon? And feared by the natives as the elephant killer. Uh, Africa. Oh, okay. Jeez. And be able to take down an elephant. Like, it's like, no, and no it's freaking as big thing. as a bull elephant. Like, shit. The, these dinosaurs sounds kind of kind of scary. They're still alive, to be honest. You know what I mean? Cool. I mean, I, I've always been like, I don't give a buck about, like, them being deadly. Like, bring on Jurassic Park. Let's have, when everyone's like, <laughs> don't clone dinosaurs because we have movies about not cloning dinosaurs. I'm like, I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I think it'd be dope to have them around. But I don't want them. Well, people think like, oh yeah, T Rex is gonna come inside like Fontana and just rip the city to shreds. That's what people are thinking is gonna happen. Nah. Like that's why probably why they don't want like dinosaurs to to be real. The Mbelu Mbelu Mbelu, or the animal planks growing out of its back, when translated, is an aquatic based creature that suggests to be close to the relative of a Stegosaurus living in the Likolo region of the Republic of Congo, another Congo cryptid. Hmm. More sightings have been reported by local villagers at the villages of Baunilla and Ebolo, claiming that the creature has green algae on the exposed parts of its body when coming up to the surface. 
They failed to give an accurate description of the feet of Mumbelo Mumbelo Mumbelo, saying that the creature was sighted when submerged in waters. The creature is said to be herbivorous, although no physical evidence of the creature has yet been collected, so this cannot truly be stated with certainty. This cryptid appears to be very closely related to both prehistoric Stegosaurid and the python-like cryptid Ngoma Monene and the dinosaur cryptid Muhuru from the gen. Uh, from the jungles of Kenya. Nugumba Mone has similar ridges running down its back and is said also to be sighted in the Republic of Congo, <laughs> in the Republic of Congo while Muhuru has an almost identical appearance in comparison with Stegosaurus and Umbele Umbele Umbele. It is just one of the many dinosaur-like creatures living around African rivers and lakes. So here we have another not primitive village. This village is a little more developed, but even the natives to that village before it was all developed talk about a creature that looks like a Stegosaurus, even though they've never seen a Stegosaurus. Hmm. And this is like a, this is an underwater one, right? Uh, it's not. I mean, they see it above water, but they never see it out of water. Mm. So it's kind of like the Loch Ness, kind of. If you believe in that, uh, there's recent freshwater plesiosaur bones found. So it's potentially what? Yeah, they recently not like not like new plesiosaur bones. They're like old like fossils. Oh, okay. But it suggests how far inland they were that they would have been in a river or lake of fresh water. Shut up. Are you serious? That's dope, right? Dude, I don't know if people know what a plesiosaur is. It is fucking gigantic. It's a, it's a smaller version of that, but it's supposed to look like what Nessie looks like, the long-headed or the well, the long neck, small head, big body and fins. That is dope. If you if you guys are looking for That's a really dope. good book that has the Loch Ness, it's called The Loch by Steve Alton. It's the guy who um who did the Meg series about the Megalodon. Oh. Uh, it's really good, and it's got a really good turn and twist that makes it really good. And then he has like a not so great called Volstock, which is it's good, but it's like somehow work time travel into it. It's like yeah, you know, I don't care about that part, but the other parts are cool. <laughs> time travel. Yeah. So the next cryptid, the Mokele Mbebe, or sorry, the Mokele Mbe. Ugh, this is a hard word because M B E M B E. Mbe, mbembe, the Mokele Mbembe, which means the one who could stop the flow of rivers in the Lingala language, is a dinosaur-like cryptid that lives in the Congo, a fourth Congo dinosaur. And its name means it stops rivers. Like, it, it can't be a coincidence? coincidence. Yeah, dude, there's no fucking way. There's something in the Congo. There's multiple somethings in the Congo. Like what? That's cool. This, but this guy, this fool's name literally means he stops rivers. Yeah, it's a badass name. Wouldn't that be like a beaver? Uh, I mean, yeah, you could technically say that. <laughs> this one refers to a sauropod or um, a dinosaur with a long neck that lives on land. Uh, sauropod, like, like you know, like Brachiosaur didn't exist. It's not a real dinosaur. I don't even know that dinosaur. The dinosaur from the first Jurassic Park that sneezes on the little girl. Oh, okay. It was actually misplaced bone structure that made the dinosaur look like that. The dinosaur actually didn't look like that, allegedly. Allegedly. So those dinosaurs were actually like super fake and not realistic. Just like the Velociraptors being six feet when they should only have been three feet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but so this dinosaur looks like a sauropod or a long-necked dinosaur such as a Apatosaurus or a Plodocus. The Mokele Mbembe was the focus of the children's book Cryptid Hunters by Ronald Smith. They have been there have been many sightings in the Congo and Cameroon. Its meat apparently is poisonous as a group of villagers once killed it and tried to eat it. Hmm. So villagers who have no idea what a sauropod is describe a giant long-necked lizard-like creature 
with poisonous flesh. Now you can't eat most. You can't eat a um a Komodo dragon because you get poisoned by them. There's no Komodos in in the Congo. So how did they know? Because they actually killed a dinosaur and ate it, which is the coolest sentence ever. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if they actually try to cook the dinosaur, or do they try to? It says do that it they old fashioned style, and they tried to eat it. And everyone who ate it shortly died afterwards. Okay, so they did try to. So it wasn't no raw meat. So, and also the Mokol, the Mokele Mbembe is considered on par with Sasquatch, Loch Ness, and the Mothman. It's that popular. It's like, that, that popular. Poppin'? That popping. Whoo! Tell me what's happened. <laughs> I think we gotta go visit the Congo. Nah, I'm good. I don't. I'm cool. I'm not going to the Congo. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to get eaten by a panther. If I was going to die by a tiger, a lion, or a big cat, it would be the Congo. I'm not, tr- I'm not trying to. You know, no, man. You probably see some... Uh... I want to get got by the Bigfoot like you won't. I'd rather get killed by a Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> in the jungle in Central Africa, Cameroon and Gabon, there are more reports of an animal with long neck and long tail and a rounded shaped track with three claws. The closest known animal to these characteristics characteristics is a sauropod dinosaur when some of the locals of the Likola region would draw in the dirt the sand or on paper to represent a mokola mbembe they drew the sauropod shaped dinosaur so people are actually able to draw it and draw a very similar design every time from different villages hmm. like how dope is that like a group of natives or i mean they could have easily been trading with each other and talking about it and like oh i seen something like that they could have easily seen elephants in the congo and mistook them for you know, dinosaurs with the trunks up. There's a lot of different ways to um, explain it away. Yeah. But people eat elephant all the time. People eat hippopotamus all the time. It doesn't kill them. So what in the hell, unless this elephant was just super sick and had some kind of elephant to human disease, it killed all these people. That's very possible. Its body size is somewhere between the size of a hippopotamus and elephant. Its length has been reported between between 5 and 10 meters, which is 16 to 32 feet. Whew. The length of the neck is said to be between 1.6 to 3.3 meters, which is 5 to 10 feet. And the length of the tail is somewhere between the same 5 to 10 feet. It's a long tail. Yeah. The reports out of Cameroon have reported that Mokele Mbembe is said to be up to 75 feet in length in some places. They've also reported a frill or ridges along the back of its head. The frill is like a comb found on a male chicken. There have also been reports of it having horns on its head. It could be based on the terrified locals who have found bones of prehistoric sauropods, Perolitidin, Agiotoposaurus, Volcanodon, or Mastopodinlis. Although they only grew up to 45 feet, so that wouldn't account for its 75-foot length. But if they found the bones, if they were digging, you know, farming and they found some bones, then yeah, maybe they could misidentify the animal or the length of the animal. But they also have descriptions of the color of the skin being a predominantly reddish-brown, which also goes to gray-brown. There are also no reports of hair on the animal, but sometimes feathers or feather-like indentations. In April 2000, Cameroon River, two colony security guards found footprints, took pictures of the footprints, and these footprints look like what a dinosaur's footprints you would think would look like. Do uh, they still have the picture? Yeah, let me send it to you. Those are footprints of the dinosaur. Looks way bigger than a Bigfoot. Way bigger than a Bigfoot. Way bigger than an elephant. Those hippos have rounded toes. Those are pointed toes. Yeah. I mean, they could have been altered. They could have been faked. But if if we're going off of like they're being honest, that's a really weird looking footprint. It is. I kind of like the second one. 
the second, yeah, the picture. second one with water in it and a little debris in it, making it look like it's like more natural. And look how deep it's down. That's a good three or four inches down from the first picture. Actually, a little more than that. The tracks are rounded in shapes between 30 to 90 centimeters or a foot to three feet in diameter with a distance between about seven to eight feet between footprint and being about a foot and a half to two feet deep. Yeah, foot and a half deep. How much do you have to fucking weigh? You got to be way over 1,300. You got to be a couple tons to do that. That's what I'm saying. But they were saying that this one was a 1,300 or was that the other cryptid? That's uh, That was the other cryptid. And that was uh, 13,000 pounds, not 1,300. Oh, 13,000. Oh, shit. Well, I heard that one wrong. Whoo, 13,000. Yeah. This is probably due to the fact that Makole Mbembe is used generically for other animals that have conflicting reports. So there has been a little bit of disagreement between what it looks like, and it's also been confused with the other one, the elephant killer, the 13,000-pound Imala Nataku. Uh, I can see why. Yeah, because they're pretty <laughs> similar. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. We might actually have to post that picture on uh, the Twitter and the Facebooks and shit, too. Cause, oh, we might have to. Because that's a pretty... You gotta be a heavy boy. Oh, yeah. And I don't think there's an animal out right now that could have that deep of a surface, go, like, you know, by just walking. Uh, I mean, elephants do, uh, for sure. Some hippos, depending on the um, the landscape. But, yeah, not, not a natural animal is just gonna make a mush that deep normally. Very specific tracks, you'll know what you're looking at. This word may be racist, and I'm not entirely sure. We gotta stop doing that. Is it from the Congo, too? <laughs> yeah. The pygmies of the Lukolo Swamp region report that Wait, the what was it? Pygmies of the Lukolo. So pygmies may be a racist word. That sounds pretty racist, actually. It, might it, it does sound racist. So if it's racist, I apologize. I'll make an official <laughs> apology if it is. Of the Lukolo, Lukolo, Lukolo Swamp region report that the essential diet of the Mokele Mbembe. The more I drink, the harder it becomes to say these words. Consist of the Malambo plant. Since it only eats that eats plants, then Mokelembe is classified as a herbivore. The mo, the Malambo plant actually describes two plants: Landophia manai and Landophia oweriensis. Mokele umbembe lives most of the time underwater, except when he eats or travels to another part of the swamp. It has been reported that Mokele mbembe does not like hippopotamuses and will kill them on sight, but not eat them. Hippopotamuses cannot be found where the Mokele is reported to live. It is also been reported that Mokele Memembe will overturn boats and kill the people in the boats by biting them in half and hitting them with its giant tail. So we know that's not an elephant because elephants don't have killer tails. No, they do not. So this is a really cool story. You, if the natives are like a Mokele Mbembe lives there, Mbembe lives there, you won't find a hippopotamus there. That's wild. And I hope you guys know like hippopotamus is like, they're actually very vicious. Dangerous like animal in Africa. Yeah, they're they're actually very very dangerous. A lot of people be like, "Oh, look, look cute like a hippopotamus." Oh, like... cute hippo! No, <laughs> it'll 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 <laughs> hurt you. They take boats down all the time, and they could chomp down like literally anything. Their mouths are like super strong. People are probably afraid of an alligator's mouth. I'm more afraid of a hippo's mouth than an alligator's mouth. The chomps on the a hippopotamus is just very very strong. How many how many people do you think? are killed by sharks versus hippos a year. And probably guarantee that there's more hippos killing than sharks. In the last five years, there have been 73 confirmed, not deaths, but confirmed shark attacks, right? Okay. Last year, there was about 500 hippo murders. These hippos are marking people. 
So I'm saying, like, people need to understand, like, hippos ain't no joke. And this it's thing's... Not, it's not a sea cow. It's not, it's not, it's not some <laughs> cute, you know, sharting, <laughs> butt-wagging, fat plump of, like, dough. It's, it's a murder machine. That's not fat. That's straight murder muscle. <laughs> it is, like... <laughs> it's no joke. Like, <laughs> this is a cute hippo. You see a hippo yawn? It's not playing. Hippos could be underwater for, like, an hour or so. They'll hold you underwater and drown you before they murder you. <laughs> Like you were like, no, are I'm like, no, <laughs> they're not. And this thing's supposed to kill hippopotamuses on sight, no question, on-site. no ass, just straight up. Bam! It's like a fucking turf war, dude. That'd be wild. It'd be like a monster hunter turf war between a hippo and a mokele umbembe. That sounds like a fucking turf war. The last Congo creature we'll be talking about today is Nagubu. It is said to have six horns, hooves, and fights elephants for land despite it being smaller. It's supposedly a little bigger than an ox, a little bit taller than a person. They're described as having three horns and a frill on the back of their head that is sometimes horned. What is that? That's a fucking triceratops. It sounds like it's, it's what it sounds like, and they fight elephants for land. Like this dude is like, nah, this is my spot, and it could easily be a rhinoceros being confused for. That's believable, but rhinoceros don't have three horns. They don't have frills or ridges on the back of their head. It kind of it kind of sounds like uh, this cryptid came from America. This one's from the Congo as well. Well, yeah, but I was making a joke because it's trying to steal people's land. And no, oh, I got you. <laughs> In November 2000, William Gibbons did some preliminary research into Cameroon for a future Mokele Mbembe. He was accompanied by David Wetzel while visiting a group of pygmies, a potentially another racist word, but I'm not sure if pygmies is racist or not. They were informed about an animal called Nagobu. Although Nagobu is also the local word for rhinoceros, the pygmies asserted that these were not rhinoceroses. These were a different creature. Some, in one account, had six horns. Now, not six horns on its head, but three on the front and three on its ridge of its head, the frill on its head. That sounds crazy. Father of one of the senior members of the community had killed one with a spear years ago. The locals had noted a firm decline in the population of these large animals, making them harder to find due to the deforestation of the Congo. And then also, like we talked about earlier in the episode, during the height of COVID, pterodactyl sightings had grown and came up like crazy high yeah uh, everywhere from north and south carolina east and west virginia idaho iowa colorado all these states have had pterodactyl sightings one child in arkansas claims that he was picked up by a pterodactyl and dropped it didn't get very high but it got him i think i actually heard that one now this could potentially be some kids saw jurassic park and they're making shit up or they're seeing pterodactyls <laughs> the, the reason the reason i find it less believable is because like we have drones we have different things like have you seen the witch that flies around the drone i've seen people doing that it's fucking hilarious so it's like it it's kind of hard to be like they saw they saw something i'm not denying that they saw something but i honestly think a lot of that is misidentification and like the california condor is the size of a small plane it has like a 13 foot wingspan so it could be these creatures are just condors being misidentified and finally, the last creature we'll be talking about is not a dinosaur, but it is an Ice Age beastie. We're talking about the mammoth. No, but they have been my mammoth Russian uh, mammoth sightings in Russia. R- recently? Yeah, as, as recent as uh, 2015, some villagers claimed they've seen mammoths. Oh, baby. I don't know why, but I love mammoths. Oh, they're cool, dude. Have you been to the San Bernardino Museum? Nuh-uh. They have a life-size mammoth replica in there. Oh, 
I'll, I'll shoot you a picture. I have, I take pictures. I, me and my kids go there like every couple months because they add stuff and take stuff away. Oh, they add stuff and take stuff away? Why do they mm-hmm. take stuff away? Because uh, they have like a revolving part of the museum that like one month it's like a uh like they had did a black history month one where they had a bunch of art for black history people then they did like the um the faces of the sun and they had the telescope facing the sun and you could see like all the individual like flames and all the cool shit on the sun like it's like a revolving exhibit oh it's pretty fucking dope yeah they have they have like they have the mammoths they have the animals like you know in the cajon pass they found dolphins in cajon pass i can see yeah, that though dolphin fossils so like they have all kinds of cool shit there used to be camels in america and they have camel fossils and all kinds of really cool stuff there oh, but the man, last no. creature we'll be talking about is the saber-toothed tiger oh baby those things were dope looking the tigre dentero spanish for taper eaten tiger it is a cryptid cat reportedly around the cloud forests of venezuela colombia ecuador and peru described is a long-fanged cat smaller than that or about the same size as a jaguar speculated to be a saber-toothed cat or a sporacidon these reports alongside the sightings of aquatic water tigers present an exact parallel with the african tiger de montengue and water lions. It's also sometimes referred to as Wairarama, a name which can also apply to the cryptid of different field. These unknown cats are described as striped animals with very long protruding teeth and is said to be somewhat smaller than a jaguar or a mutant jaguar. The specimen witnessed in 1991 was a allegedly 160 pounds, fa- 160 pounds, 160 pounds with 12 inch fangs. So some some big cats have a snaggle tooth is where their tooth kind of hangs out or their tooth grows a little bit past their lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This motherfucker said 12 inches. That is a foot. A <laughs> foot long thing, dog. Like you couldn't eat with a thing like that unless your mouth unhinged like a smilodon or saber tooth tiger. Yeah. No, like I love saber tooth tigers. I love the whole stories about them and shit, but I didn't know their freaking thing was a foot. After you say, they have two of those, man. Yeah, and their their mouths would unhinge like a well, they didn't unhinge, but their hinge was like open like a steak's mouth, so they could like eat you. It's like a freaking hippo. It's like a hippo tiger. Uh, yeah. That's messed up. <laughs> so it could uh, it could actually open its mouth pretty far. Oh yeah. Was, well, I would have to because if it it's could fucking... open its mouth far enough to be able to eat and chew meat off the bones. Uh, off of like what specific animal though? Off of, uh, whatever specific animal the fuck it wanted. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Anything it wanted. <laughs> and, and how fat did they say? Did they explain how fat? One hundred sixty pounds. That's a lean ass animal. One hundred sixty no. pounds. That's all pure muscle. That is true. Uh, think about my my dog Matt, uh, Maximus. Uh, uh, like back in the day, he was uh, one hundred eighty pounds, but he was like pretty big, massive dog because he was a massive. So you're talking about one hundred sixty. Yeah. Yeah, imagine a jaguar that's 160 pounds with 12 inch long things hanging out both sides of his mouth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, whatever whatever <laughs> it wants for lunch is what it's having. It, it don't matter. <laughs> you don't have a say. You probably can't even outrun it. No, fi- hell no. Outrun a, outrun a, a lion? <laughs> no. <laughs> a saber toothed cat? No, I couldn't even outrun a lynx. <laughs> they wouldn't. I don't know if it would kill me, but it would definitely scratch me the hell up. <laughs> In 1991, sighting from Venezuela described a jaguar-sized animal with light brown fur with a super short, stubby tail, large fangs, well-built forelimbs. In Venezuela, they are said to prey on tapers. Do you know what a taper is? It's like a pig with an elephant trunk on it. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. And they're always reported to be very shy and rare animals. Reported from deep in the mountain and highland rainforest, most prominently Canima national park which contains the ayantepui and the forest surrounding it so there was one sighting in 1966 
by a French interneurant, which I don't know what that is, named Paquette Todd Peter Matheson. Sometime before 1966, he had a glimpse of the cat in Colombia and Ecuador. So he's seen it twice, once in Colombia and once in Ecuador. Mm-hmm. I don't want to want to see that shit. He was, just, he, was just a, he was just a vacationer. It wasn't really a lot of importance when it slapped onto his title. But in 91, a Piedmont hunter named Tarson Sosa claimed that the reason of 19 claimed that in the dry season of 1991, whilst hunting about three days upriver on the left bank of the Colorado River, he saw a long fanged, short tailed, unpatterned cat the size of a jaguar emerge from the thicket to drink from a pool of water. It apparent. It appeared stealthily and vanished cautiously when it noticed him. While he was walking out of the forest, he felt as if he was being watched and was terrified. I'm like, hell yeah, you should be terrified. Oh, you should be more than terrified. That was the Jurassic Adventures. I don't know. I don't know what to call it yet. Um, that was <laughs> the dinosaur sightings. Dude, I know I love this episode. It was a fun episode. I told you, I told you, like, we we were going to do the Bell Witch, but there's a lot of information. I want to do it right. And I wasn't prepared. I mean, I was prepared because I always have a few episodes in recording and I always make some fun little, like, episodes to fill in. Like, I'll yeah. see something on, like, TikTok or Facebook or Instagram. And I'll be like, oh, that's a good story. Beep, 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 beep. But, um, like, I've had this dinosaur story since, like, episode 12 or 13, just chilling. Oh, shit. But I, it's a backup. And I was like, I'm working on the Bell Witch. It's a long episode, and I just want to make sure I did it right because that's a really beloved story. Yeah. Oh, no, I can't wait for the Bell Witch. Sorry about that. You probably heard my dog come in. That's all good. It's going to be fun, though. But, yeah, that was dinosaurs. Like, whether they're seeing actual dinosaurs, creatures are coming from inner Earth, or people are hallucinating the ayahuasca, I don't know. <laughs> I... But I mean, it's dope. The thing is, like, um, I swear, like, there is, like, I think you have a, I think you're onto something because there wasn't anything about uh, dinosaurs for a while, and then I don't know where all these dinosaur sightings, and even got me more into it. And I, I mean, just, I'm just like, is it still possible? Because like, if there is possible, like, where the hell are they? Where well, are they? I mean, coming they're from? always discovering animals that they thought were extinct all the time. Like, it's, it's not hard for animals to disappear in the forest because there's not a constant like there's not trail cams 24 7 in the forest right true and most of the times you don't even know that you're next to a bear until it's too late <laughs> you know what i mean like most animals yeah. you don't see be- i mean forests are filled with <laughs> animals but you don't see them until it's too late like i, I mean i've gone yeah. i've gone hunting hundreds of times and have seen plenty of deer after i spooked them you know what i mean like they they were laying still <laughs> they were being quiet hard to see and the second you step on a branch and the deer take off. Then you're like, yeah. oh shit! And like the deer scares your ass because you didn't even see it. Shit like that. Oh, dude, I was like, what in the hell? But yeah, it's like you don't see animals unless they want to be seen or they're making themselves known most of the time. And then now imagine that with like that freaking saber toothed tiger and shit. Like a saber toothed tiger makes sense. It'd be hiding in the forest, in the jungle, eating tapers deep in the forest. It can hide in the shadows. It can hide in the grass. You ain't gonna see it until it's too late and it's eating your ass. <laughs> After all the dinosaurs that you say today, what's your top one that you'd be, if if any of them are real, what would be the one that you would be like, this is right here is going to like destroy most of the population? So if any of these were, okay, the ones that I think are real and the ones I want real, the ones that I really want to be real, the bonjour, the bonjour, the one from Australia, because the T-Rex, like it's the best dinosaur, like who doesn't want a (laughs) T-Rex? Have you ever seen that episode of Futurama where like Fry is doing everything he always wanted to do and he gets his hands eaten by the T-Rex? Yeah, I think like, so. That's, yeah. that's what I want. I want to fucking sit on the back of a T-Rex. Like, <laughs> I'm going to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, cut that. Uh, I want to sit on the back of a T-Rex and be like, in um, what's that movie with the giant white dragon dog? The oh, Never Ending Story? Where yeah. He's like, yeah. 
yeah, with his yeah. arm up. That would be me. That'd be 31 year old me on the back of a dinosaur. Just like, yeah, <laughs> like straight up. <laughs> but the one that I honestly do think is real is Mokele Mbembe. I honestly believe there's something going on there. Maybe it's not a um a giant sauropod like they saying, but there's something there. Something that's not been discovered yet. Or the saber tooth tiger, because that's dope. Yeah, me, mine would be the saber tooth tiger. But yeah, the the Mbembe one, like that one's kind of wild. And there's something up with the Congo. Like, I don't know what's going on over there, oh, but yeah. they got a lot of cryptids, dinosaurs. So many cryptids, tons of cryptids, tons of new species being discovered every year. They found elephants they had thought extinct in the in the Congo recently. As of like 2015, 2018, somewhere between there, they thought these elephants were gone. And then one day I heard of these big ass elephants just come tramping through the Congo and they're like, oh shit, they're still there. How did we miss this? <laughs> just come stomping around. So there's like, still, oh. there's stuff going on. Yeah. You're just like, you're like, you're like making a documentary like this is once where the great Congo elephant lived. No longer they're extinct. And then just a whole ass herd just like, it's like, uh, hell yeah, man. I love this episode. So it was a good one. It was a fun episode. It was a good episode. It was a good filler episode. But yeah, so that was the dinosaur episode. We'll do more in-depth dinosaurs because there's a few more sightings, including in the Americas with a lot of sightings. There's a lot of ocean dinosaur sightings this was just a fun little part one dinosaur sightings around the world mostly the congo <laughs> but supposed to be around the world <laughs> gotta watch out for those plesiosaurs though oh yeah we'll, when we find out that glockness is real i'm gonna get a glock <laughs> for the lock <laughs> for real though dude Glockness monster check out my glockness monster <laughs> <laughs> glockness monster but yeah so if you uh, had any comments, concerns, you want to say, hey, pygmies is a racist word, you can hit us up on our Gmail at mysterykink2021 at gmail.com. You can message us on the Facebooks and the Instagrams at facebook.com and mysterykink.com slash mysterykink. You can find us on the um, TikTok at mysterykink, the Telegram, Mystery Kink Broadcast Network. Um, you can also hit us up on Twitter at kinkmystery. All righty. That had been Dinosaurs. Your mystery is our king. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night.